Welcome to the Sober Mofos Podcast, where we discuss how to get sober, how to stay sober, and how to live a healthy, happy life in sobriety. My name is Dirk Foster, and I'm a sobriety coach and author, and I've been sober since 2007. If you're an alcoholic or addict like me, you probably have a crazy-ass mind that's difficult to quiet down. My mind races like a demon. My thoughts jump around from one thing to another so quickly, I sometimes I can't keep up. I often find it difficult to concentrate on anything for any length of time before my mind jumps to something completely unrelated. <laughs> it's, it's crazy. Meditation has been one of the most important aspects of my sobriety. And it keeps me feeling um, sane and calm and provides a semblance of peace and serenity when there otherwise would be only mental chaos and stress. All right. And that's what I want to talk about. And at the end of this podcast, I'm going to teach you a very simple technique that I've been using for years to calm my mind. But first, let, I want to talk about meditation, um, what it is, and how it can help you. Before we start, I want to invite you to visit my website at SoberMofos.com. Um, there you're going to find lots of free resources and articles and blog posts and videos, as well as my books and audiobooks on addiction, recovery, and sobriety. Again, that website address is SoberMofos.com. So there's countless ways to describe meditation, and countless books on the subject. In fact, I've written one myself. It's called The Sober Journey. I encourage you to investigate everything available on the topic of meditation. But for our purposes today, I think the easiest way to describe meditation is to simply call it mind training. Every time we practice meditation, we're trying to train our minds to be calm and quiet and to accept life as it is. In other words, to accept life on life's terms. When I first tried to meditate, the noise in my brain was so loud and confuse, confusing, I actually thought I might be insane. And that's not an exaggeration. I seriously thought there was something wrong with me and that I might be losing touch with reality. Every time I, I tried to close my eyes to meditate, I was confronted by a multi, by multiple thoughts and ideas, all kind of smashing together, each one demanding my attention. There was like this tornado of activity swirling in my head, but I was unable to hold a single thought for, for more than a few seconds before another idea or disturbing image would blow through the door of my subconscious and twist and spin across my brain. I would quickly open my eyes, startled by the, by the chaos inside my mind. Some thoughts were simple and amusing, while others were strange and, and quite frankly, frightening. And then I would close my eyes and try, try again, only to quickly open them, open them as, soon, as soon as the thought storm commenced. Okay? It was, and it was overwhelming. Thankfully, I will say, thankfully, I, was, I stuck with it and never gave up. I wanted to learn meditation and I just stuck with it. Over time, I slowly began to incorporate simple techniques that allowed me to sit for longer and longer periods of time with my eyes closed while I tried my best to focus on my breath. 
Being able to sit with my eyes closed for five minutes was a huge accomplishment. And eventually I could sit for 20 minutes peacefully, but it took time and patience. Like everything else in life, especially in our recovery or in sobriety, we have to be patient. We have to take our time and be, be patient. And meditation is no different. When I began meditation, I was searching for a way to find serenity because I knew I had a, a, a disturbed and restless mind, you know, an untrained mind. If there was a, a way for me to quiet the noise in my head and soothe my aching spirit, I was determined to find it. Meditation was and is one of the most important factors in my daily life. And, and meditation has helped me immensely by calming the storms that once raged in my head. I've been sober a long time and I, I still continue to do meditation pretty much every day. I practice a form of meditation called transcendental meditation now. And I'm not going to really get into that today. It's a, it's, it's, it's something it'll, a little different form of meditation than what I used to practice. Um, and what I'm going to, um, try and teach you today. But suffice it to say, I still do meditation. I generally do it once or twice every single day, and it helps immensely. There's many ways to practice meditation, and you have to find what works best for you. All right? What works best for you? Most importantly, you should experiment and just enjoy the journey. You know, don't take it too seriously. Don't overthink it. Just enjoy the journey. Meditation will help you discover how your mind operates and how to calm it down. That's important, especially for alcoholics and addicts. You don't have to be a hippie or a Buddhist monk either. Meditation is there for anyone and everyone with a mind and a few minutes in the day to pause and just, you know, just look inward. So while there are many forms of meditation that have been developed by various cultures around the world, well, Buddhist meditation is arguably the most widely recognized and practiced, and it's probably not news to you. And it would take a lifetime to fully understand everything there is to learn and know about Buddhism. For now, however, the easiest way to describe Buddhist meditation is the practice of emptying the mind. And I want to clarify, I'm not a Buddhist. Um, I dabbled in it. Um, I studied it for several years. Um, I think it's amazing and beautiful. And there are concepts of Buddhism that I certainly adhere to. Uh, but I am not a Buddhist uh, to this day. Uh, but Buddhism is in many ways the, the foundational when it comes to meditation. So the, the phrase emptying the mind sounds a lot like taking out the trash or cleaning out the garage. And in a way, they're very similar. When we attempt to, when we attempt to empty our mind, we're trying to clear away the dark debris of suffering, pain, regret, and angst that plague our conscious and subconscious life. Our mind is a lot like a garage filled with a junk that has accumulated over many years. We know the garage needs to be cleaned out, but we keep putting it off as long as possible. Then one day we turn on the light and are confronted by a mountain of rubbish. Sooner or later, we have to empty that garage or the problem is going to keep getting worse. You know, we don't want to be hoarders. We don't want to be mental hoarders. <laughs> When I first confronted the rubbish heap of my own brain, I was shocked by how much garbage had been I had been hoarding. It's amazing for me to look back at it now and realize the amount of negative data I had accumulated over my life. My mind was filled with anger, 
resentment, and fear. It was very difficult and sometimes painful to look inside and explore my own thoughts. This is just part of, um, you know, not only recovery and sobriety, but just being human, looking inward. Over time, I, as I advanced in, in my personal meditation practice, I began to learn that most of my negative thoughts were a result of selfish craving. I craved, you know, things like wealth, power, popularity, sex, influence, glory. I wanted the world to recognize my greatness and adore me, right? But since that wasn't how things had turned out in my life, my cravings had turned into bitterness. One of the great things about meditation is that it allows us an opportunity to first recognize the source of our suffering in order to release it. If we're able to see what is causing us pain or negative thought, we can, we can then identify it for what it is and let it go with a smile. We have the ability to train our minds in order to release the negative thoughts that hold us hostage. Emptying our mind of destructive cravings and our minds will fill with peace and acceptance. All right. We, if we empty our mind of destructive cravings and our minds will fill with peace and acceptance. An image I've used many times is um, uh, a helium balloon, a helium, helium balloon. I can't speak. A helium balloon being released into the sky. Once I've, I've identified a negative thought, instead of holding on to it, I think of it as a red balloon that I want to float away. I let it go and watch it as it drifts upward into the clouds, finally disappearing out of sight. Perhaps it sounds too simplistic, but it, it, it does work. There are times when negative thoughts are buried so deep and are so painful that we need to seek professional help to dislodge them. But meditation can be helpful to just about anyone, sober or not sober, looking to explore the inner workings of their minds so that they can begin letting go of the harmful debris they've been hoarding. Before I began exploring meditation on my own, I had the, I had the impression that it involved a highly esoteric complicated complicated set of rules and rituals. In my mind at the time, the only people who knew how to meditate were Hindu mon monastics and Buddhist monks. And that, that's, that's true. I, I, that's, that's how I thought saw it. I envisioned a secret society of bald guys in orange robes, chanting in unison in a room thick with incense smoke and candles. The idea of breaking this secret code seemed impossible to me. So I put it off as long as I could you know, just too lazy and scared to learn the truth. And eventually I realized that I had to do something about my anxiety and depression. I had been struggling with fear and angst and depression since I was around 14 years old and had used alcohol to self-medicate. And there were, there were days when my mood was so dark that I couldn't get out of bed or leave the house, but drinking was no longer an option for me. So, cause, cause I was sober and I, I wanted to stay sober. So I needed to find a way to soothe my aching mind, my troubled mind. Before I tried meditation, I began to read about it. I seriously had no idea what it was or how to start. So I, I read books on the topic. What I quickly learned is that meditation does not, does not need to be complicated. In fact, the simpler I keep it, the better. My image of bald monks in a smoky temple didn't match reality. Meditation is an individual journey that can be and should be tailored to each person. 
You have to find what works best for you. And not every day is going to be the same. One day you might want to want to sit inside on a chair or on the floor and meditate. Another day you may prefer to sit outside on the porch in a park or on, a, on the beach. You might prefer to meditate during yoga another day. What's important is that you find a simple way to focus your mind and not complicate the process. Don't overcomplicate this thing. The most simple way to medicate and to, uh, to medicate, <laughs> uh, Freudian slip. The most simple way to meditate is to sit comfortably in a chair or on a couch, legs crossed or not. It's, that's completely up to you. Close your eyes and focus on your breath. And I'm going to go into this in a little bit more detail, but just breathe naturally through your nostrils. That's it. You don't need to, to pant or exaggerate e each breath. Just follow the normal flow of air as it passes in and out of your nose. Feel your chest and shoulders gently rise and fall with each breath. As thoughts come into your mind, push them aside, then bring your attention back to your breath. Focus only on your breath. It's as simple as that. You don't need to overthink this thing. Just breathe naturally and focus your mind on your breath. It can be incredibly calming. It's a little weird. It's a little odd at first, and that's okay. You're going to be uncomfortable the first few times you do that, maybe the first dozen times you do this. But, you know, that's just part of the deal. It's like anything else, like riding a bike. At first, it's difficult and awkward, and then eventually you just get it and, it, and it's fun. Meditation doesn't need to be complicated. If you're completely new to it, you can just try it for two or three minutes. You know, set a timer for, for three minutes and, and try it. Then you can try it twice per day. As you get used to it, increase the amount of time you meditate to maybe five minutes. Eventually, you'll find it easier and easier to sit for longer stretches of time without noticing. Just enjoy the journey and keep it simple, like I said. Another way to meditate, and I'm going to talk about this briefly, is active meditation. One of the great things about meditation is that there are so many different styles and ways to practice. As the saying goes, variety is the spice of life. You don't have to just sit with your legs crossed and your eyes closed. There are many ways to meditate that will, will keep it varied and interesting. Certain activities lend themselves quite well to meditation. Uh, for instance, yoga, walking, jogging, swimming are all good ways to kind of empty the mind. The idea is to engage in a repetitive activity that allows you to, uh, an opportunity to focus on one thing, your breath. Okay, it always goes back to the, into the breath, at least at this level of meditation. Following your breath is one of the most simple and readily available methods of meditation. Okay, it's kind of like the, um, the, the starter kit, the, the, the basic foundation of meditation is just simple process of following your breath. Think of your breath as a focal point to guide you, like um, a point of light in the darkness. So I'll give you an example of what I mean by um, um, active meditation. I started fishing when I was a young boy. Uh, my father taught my brothers and I how to fish, and I've been pursuing it on and off most of my life. Today, I am an avid fly fisherman and spend as much of my free time fishing as I can. For me, fly fishing has become much more than just a sport and a pastime. It's my passion, and it's a great form of therapy for me. If you're not familiar with fly fishing, it requires rhythm and focus. 
you're in constant motion trying to cast your line into specific areas of the water, then concentrating on the line as it drifts down river. I fish in rivers mostly. During the drift down river, you have to watch your line for an unusual subtle movement or hesitation. Then you set the hook quickly if you feel a fish tugging your fly below the surface, right? When I'm fishing, I often follow my breath while I'm, I'm casting and during the drift. There are times that I become so um, engaged in the rhythm of cast, breath, drift, cast, breath, drift, cast, breath, drift, that I completely forget where I am or how much time has passed. I can be on the river for hours at a time and barely notice. Of course, when I do hook into a fish, my concentration is broken by a, a rush of adrenaline. But once I catch the fish and release it back into the water and the excitement recedes, I easily slip back into my, my quiet cast breath drift rhythm. It's just a rhythm I'm following that includes my breath. And after a full day of fishing, I'm, I'm usually completely relaxed and sleep like a baby that night. Meditation doesn't have to become stale and boring. And that's the point I'm trying to make. There are many activities that will assist you in your practice. If you enjoy yoga, then try following your breath during each pose. Try different things. Even walking your dog can be a perfect opportunity to meditate. The idea is to find a rhythm and a focus and, and to focus on your breath as if it's a beam of light. So I want to close out with a simple technique that you can use today to start meditating. Okay. Give it a try. Start today. You know, try it for three minutes. Isn't it not, not, not a big deal. It's easy and it's relaxing and can be done by anyone. So give it a try. All right. So I'm going to just talk about a simple, you know, stationary seating, sitting meditation. Okay. If you choose to sit during a meditation, instead of engaged in an activity like walking or yoga, sit in an upright position with a, a straight spine. Don't slouch. A straight, upright position will help your mind stay alert and will open your chest for easier, easier breathing. Okay, so just sit upright. And you can sit in a comfortable chair or on a floor cushion or a couch or a bed, whatever. Just find a comfortable place where you can sit upright. And if you're flexible enough, you can sit cross-legged or not. If you choose to sit in a chair, just sit in a normal, upright position with your feet on the floor. All right? Rest your hands comfortably on your knees or in your lap. You don't have to get in any kind of Buddhist lotus positions or anything like that. You can if you want, but just sit comfortably, sit upright, don't slouch. Be kind of sitting at attention with your arms and your hands resting comfortably in your lap. Then softly close your eyes. Take several deep breaths. This, In order to get started, I want you to take several deep breaths, filling your lungs with air, then exhale through your mouth, all right? So take two, you know, three, four, five deep breaths. Fill your lungs up and then exhale through your mouth. Once you've taken several deep breaths, slow your breathing and let the air flow in and out of your nose. Slow your breath until you're breathing naturally. Don't force your breath. Let, just let it flow in and out slowly and quietly, naturally. Feel your chest and shoulders softly rise and fall as you as you breathe naturally, okay? Breathing naturally is important. When your mind begins to wander and thoughts crowd your brain, which will happen, don't get stressed out. 
Just bring your attention back to your breath. Your thoughts are going to come and go. Just release them like that helium balloon I, I talked about earlier. Just let the thoughts come and then put your attention back to your breath. And this is going to happen a lot at first. Your mind will wander. And that's okay. You will be bombarded by thoughts and images. That's okay. Just let it happen and keep coming back to your breath. And that's it. So try that for three minutes. I'm going to repeat this one more time just to kind of so you know the basic steps. Sit comfortably. Sit upright. Don't slouch. You can cross your legs or not cross your legs. That's completely up to you. But just sit in a comfortable upright position. Rest your hands comfortably in your lap or on your knees. Softly close your eyes. Take several deep breaths, filling your lungs with air, then exhale through your mouth. And once you've taken several deep breaths, slow your breathing and let the air flow in and out of your nose. Okay? Just let the air breathe naturally. Let it come in and out of your nose. Slow your breath until you're breathing, you're, you're breathing naturally. Don't force your breath. Just let it flow in and out slowly and quietly. Feel your chest and shoulders softly rise and fall as you breathe naturally. When your mind begins to wander and thoughts crowd your brain, which it will, don't get stressed out. Just bring your attention back to your breath. This is going to happen a lot at first. Your mind will wander. And that's okay. You will be bombarded by thoughts and images. That's okay. Just let it happen and keep coming back to your breath. So try that for three minutes. Try that for five minutes. Whatever you're comfortable with doing, just try that. And every day, try it once or twice a day. Um, and then over time, increase the amount of time you're sitting there focusing on your breath. Um, but to emphasize, at first, don't worry about how much time you spend meditating. I used to obsess over how many minutes I could sit with my eyes closed, fo focusing on my breath. And it, it felt like a, like a self-imposed competition. In fact, I thought about it so much, it became a, a distraction. Just do the best you can. Whether it's two minutes or 20 minutes, you're doing something positive for yourself. So don't obsess over the minutes. Instead, focus on your posture and your breath and forget about time. And don't, and if, you're, and if your mind continues to, you know, if you're overthinking things and you're, you're having thoughts pop up and interfering with your concentration on your breath, that's okay. That's normal. That's what our minds do. Doesn't matter. Just keep doing it. At first, you may not notice the benefits. Over time, over, after you, after you do this for a few days or a few weeks, you're going to start to notice a difference. You're going to feel calmer. You're going to be more at peace and meditation will become increasingly or increasingly easier for you to do. All right. So, that's it. Just give that a try. You'll be surprised how helpful a few minutes of meditation can be every day. All right. So try it. Enjoy it. Enjoy the journey. Um, if you get a chance, um, visit my website at SoberMofos.com. And um, I look forward to speaking with you next time and be safe.